Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Again, as always, starting this episode excited to be with you. Wherever we might be, sometimes I hear from you guys and you're like, I just took a drive with you. I listened to three episodes. Thanks for being, you know, company on my road trip. And sometimes I take walks with you or you're listening to me while you're cleaning your house or whatever. And I just want to say, I think that's really cool. I think it's really cool we get to do life together and that we get to hang out on this podcast. I don't take it for granted. One of the things that I often will tell my clients is like to be in the miracle because it is a miracle that I could be talking into this microphone and you can listen at a later date, whenever you want, wherever you are. People listen to this podcast all over the world. And I think that is very, very cool. So thank you for being a listener of the Conscious Coach podcast. Thank you for being in my community. Today we're talking about faith and not like the religion faith, although I think that's where most people first hear it. And I think there's so many golden nuggets that we can learn from like religious faith. But what I'm talking about today is faith in your business, faith in yourself faith in a result that you want to create. I got inspired about this topic because I'm rereading the book, Think and Grow Rich. I've read it multiple times, but it's just a classic. You know, I have the black edition with the gold lettering, and I think I just ordered it off Amazon. And I love it because it just always has something new for me. And so when I was reading this part about faith, I was like, I know I'm going to create a podcast episode about it because it is so good. So I actually wanted to read a section from it. Napoleon Hill says it in a way that I could just basically copy and paste because I just love how he says it. So he says, have faith in yourself, faith in the infinite. Before we begin, you should be reminded again that faith is the eternal elixir which gives life, power, and action to the impulse of thought. The foregoing sentence is worth reading a second time and a third and a fourth. It is worth reading aloud. So I'm going to say it again. Faith is the eternal elixir which gives life power and action to the impulse of thought. Faith is the starting point of all accumulation of riches. Faith is the basis of all miracles and all mysteries which cannot be analyzed by the rules of science. Faith is the only known antidote for failure. Faith is the element, the chemical, which, when mixed with prayer, gives one direct communication with infinite intelligence. Faith is the element which transforms the ordinary vibration of thought created by the finite mind of man into the spiritual equivalent. Faith is the only agency through which the cosmic force of infinite intelligence can be harnessed and used by man. You might just hit replay on that little section for a little bit. It is so powerful. I'm like, this is the secret to the universe, is what he's saying. He's like, faith is what makes everything happen, whether you can articulate it with rules of science or not, right? He talks about how faith is the foundation of all miracles, but also the things that happen that you can't explain happen because of faith. I grew up like just believing in things, you know? And then in business, it's like funny. We have this different experience of business, different anticipation, different expectations, and we forget that faith is useful and true, and it works in all scenarios of life. And that's why I'm inspired to share this podcast with you. I think not enough entrepreneurs have faith. Faith in the desired outcome can be yours. You know, whatever that is for you. Maybe it's to make a million dollars. Maybe it's to 
build this huge business, but maybe it's just to like get fully booked. Maybe it's to sign your next client. Whatever is on your mind and heart today, I want you to be open to what faith means to you and how it can impact you for the better. This is one of those podcasts that I think if you let it sink in, this can change your whole life. I know this concept of faith has changed my life. There's a few books that I think if you want to take this work deeper, one is Quantum Faith by Annette Capps. That book changed my life. If you are a Christian, it talks about how Jesus talks about faith, and I love it. I think, like I said, this isn't about religious faith, but I think that in that book, there's a lot of intersection between like quantum physics and how Jesus talked about faith. I'm obsessed. Very nerdy, but I love it. It's a tiny little booklet. I think it's like just a couple of bucks on Amazon. Definitely worth the read. Obviously, the book I mentioned, Think and Grow Rich, is another one. Infinite Possibilities by Mike Dooley. Leveraging the Universe by Mike Dooley as well. Both of those talk about faith in a unique way. I'm trying to think of other books. I'm sure I'll reference them throughout this episode because I've been deeply moved by studying faith and how it relates to co-creation, how it relates to business building, how it relates to entrepreneurs who successfully make it, and how we create miracles. So I had a really great week last week, actually, with my clients. Like I was celebrating big with my clients. I had a client for 11 months. She didn't sign any clients. And then she signed a client just recently, paid in full. And it was just such a celebration of her persistence. I had another client who we've been working on believing in pure potentiality. And a client came from such an unexpected place for her. And it was like, this is a miracle. I had another client that just bought her dream car. Like it was such a big week for my clients. And I'm like, this is why I do what I do. And maybe some of you guys are listening that I was celebrating you. Some of my private clients I know listen to this podcast. Public shout out, just celebrating you and kudos to all the hard work. I mean, that's why we do what we do. And as I was thinking about like what made these people successful, despite the circumstances that stacked against them, despite it looking like it wasn't working, they kept going until they got the result that they wanted. And like, I've done that for myself, but I think there's different perspective, a different reverence when you witness it in your clients than in yourself. And I'm starting to just have like a stack of undeniable proof that this stuff works and the foundation of it all is faith. We could talk different strategies and I do like helping people with strategies and making powerful decisions and content and copywriting and pricing and all that stuff. I think that that's an important piece of business. But at the foundation of all those things is faith, right? If you secretly believe it's not going to work, it doesn't matter what strategy anyone tells you about because you don't actually believe it's going to work. I've seen clients do minimal work and get maximum results because of their faith. And I taught a program. Some of you guys took it with me called Quantum Play. And I wanted to call it Quantum Faith. And then I Googled it just to make sure, you know, that was okay. And then I found that book. That's actually how I found that book, Quantum Faith, which is so funny because I was going to name my program Quantum Faith. I ended up naming it Quantum Play to be lighthearted and to teach it in a different way. But I originally I was going to name it Quantum Faith. Because I can't help but see the parallels between believing in the unseen, believing in miracles, and quantum physics. That another great book is Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. And he talks more about the quantum physics side. And I think that's where I find myself as a teacher is like this intersection of business, quantum physics, miracles, divine intelligence, God, co-creation, personal power, massive action. It's just kind of like a blend of all of it. Which is why this podcast is called The Conscious Coach, right? Like really combining these ideas. But at the heart of all of those things I just mentioned is faith. And so I feel like this episode is going to be a pinnacle of what I teach going forward, what I come back to, what I reference. And I hope that this serves you. 
because I think a lot of people understand faith in theory, but they don't know how to apply it. They don't know how to choose it when circumstances are lining up against them or when the opposite circumstances come up against them. It's really hard to have faith in signing clients if every time you post, you get crickets. But that's a choice, right? And I think there's this beautiful distinction between faith and fear that Napoleon Hill mentioned in that quote I read at the beginning, where it's like faith is the only antidote to fear. But people think that they're just subject to their fear. Like when it creeps in, it's like, this is just how it is. I'm just afraid I'm going to fail. What they don't realize is they're not exercising their agency. Faith is an act of agency to choose to believe in the results that you want until you get them. And so it is uncomfortable. You're going to feel delusional. You're going to feel crazy when you're choosing faith, despite the circumstances around you showing you that that's not true yet. And I think faith means you believe in something unseen, so you can't look to your circumstances for what is possible. I use the word potentiality a lot because I think faith means you're looking to the potentiality of something, not what is. You don't have to have faith in what is. I'm looking at my microphone right now. I don't have to have faith in this microphone. I see it. You know what I mean? But then when I talk to a client who's like, I'm trying to sign this new high ticket client, you know, and she's working on growing her business word of mouth only and wants to work minimal hours and nothing's happening for a couple of weeks. That's when you have to have faith. Right. And so I feel like my work as a coach is first to let people borrow my faith. I think I have a gift of just believing in people. I think most coaches do. It's funny. We can believe in people more than we can believe in ourselves sometimes. And that's something to work on for sure. But I think phase two of being a coach is to help my clients identify how they can lean into their own faith so they can create it independently of me. I really like to think of the coach-client relationship as interdependence. They don't need me, but they like what they create with me. So I think there's this phase of coaching where it's like, okay, you've been borrowing my faith in you. Now it's time to develop your own faith in your clients, in your business, in your success. That's inevitable. And so in Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talks about this idea of auto-suggestion. And auto-suggestion to me is just like repetition, right? Like repeating phrases and ideas and thoughts over and over and over until it becomes just a subconscious belief. And there's a lot of evidence that backs that up with hypnotherapy, suggestion, meditation, hypnosis, just all of that stuff. But I also think you can do this consciously with just actively choosing thoughts on purpose that you want to believe. Like this is something that I've been working on with a few of my clients of speaking only what they want into existence. And this is discipline if I've ever heard of it. There's another great book called The Four Agreements. I actually created a podcast episode about it if you scroll way back called The Four Agreements because that book has deeply changed my life. And the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. And what that means to me is to only speak things if you want them to become real. And this is not how most people speak. Most people are reflecting the circumstances that they see, thinking this is just true. And they don't realize that they are speaking their reality into existence at that moment. They think they are just responding and saying, this is what I see. This is just true. But it is actually they're creating their reality. When you understand this power, you start to take your word very seriously. In fact, I was deeply moved when I read The Four Agreements because I realized complaining is one of those things that like, I just stopped doing. I'm like, I don't want to speak that into existence. I don't want to speak feeling frustrated into existence. And I still catch myself. In fact, I was thinking about my podcast episode, Growing Pains. And I was like, that's interesting that I spoke all of that into existence because that's how I was feeling in the moment. And I forgot what I teach, which is like I could speak something different right now. And it's becoming aware that's true agency to me is true awareness. 
because then you get to choose, you know, how do I want to speak about my business right now? And so I'm going to leave the podcast, but I consider taking it down because I was like, that's not who I want to be. This is an opportunity. I'm becoming aware of where I can grow. I'm becoming aware of what's next. I'm becoming aware of where I'm going to expand next. And I called it growing pains, but I could just call it new awareness. And that's what I'm speaking now. But I'm going to leave it because that was true for me in the moment. You guys get like the ongoing (laughs) Amber discussion in her head. And as I'm in real time doing this work, I was just reflecting on some of the things that I am not willing to speak into existence. And that's what I help my clients. It's like, I would never say my business isn't working. I would never speak that into existence. I would never say like my audience is crickets. Why would I ever speak that into existence? How does that serve me? Oh, it doesn't. And so if you're catching yourself saying things that actually have more to do with fear than with faith, you have a decision to make. The moment you become aware of it, you can choose to keep speaking fear and doubt and worry, or you can immediately shift it into faith. And so I think the more aware you are, the more you'll actually stop yourself from saying anything at all, and you'll bite your tongue and say, what would I like to create here? I think that that's true agency. You can do this with your partner. You can do this with your kids. You can do this with your clients. You can do this with your business. You can do this with yourself. In fact, once you learn to speak this way, you'll be very mindful of how you speak to anyone, even people that don't know you, even people that you'll never talk to. It's like, well, I don't want to create them that way, right? I don't want to speak their limitation into existence. So I think when you learn to do this, this is a coaching skill, right? Speaking power over people, speaking possibility over people starts with you doing that for yourself, which is faith. And so I think one of the key things is speaking in the affirmative, right? As if it's done. And this is hard to do because your circumstances right now, we probably want to change. And so how do you speak about something as if it's here? If you're looking around and you're like, but my clients aren't here or the money isn't here, right? And so it feels weird until you practice it. And so I like to speak in terms of like general truths, like I'm always growing in abundance. Clients are always coming to me. That feels believable to me. I think faith, when it feels believable, it's a lot easier just to integrate into your soul. It doesn't have to be this big practiced thing. It's like, this is just true. Clients do always end up finding me. Abundance does always come. Everything always does work out for me. So those thoughts aren't just like affirmations. They are true. They are resonant within myself. And I think the error is people hear about affirmations because we talked about repetition being one way you can develop faith. And I think you've got to be very careful about what thoughts you choose. In my opinion, in my experience, choosing thoughts that are a stretch actually do more damage. We want to choose thoughts that are like a step in the direction that you want to go, but that feel believable. And that's why I like those general statements. People are always finding me to hire me. My best clients reach out to me. My abundance grows every day. Things like that, I mean, I just spat those out so easily because I'm always thinking those things. And so we want to speak things in the affirmative of what we want. So if I catch my mind or I catch myself saying something like, no one cares, I'm like, why would I speak that, right? And I catch myself, even if it feels true, do I want to speak it as if it is true? No, I don't. I want to speak something else. So I actively choose something to speak anew. In Quantum Play, I talked about this idea of recreation. I learned this from Neville Goddard. And basically the idea is if you evaluate your day, you know, maybe you're getting ready for bed. This is what I do when I'm like brushing my teeth or something. I'm like thinking about my day. and I'm like, what would I like to recreate? Maybe there was a moment where I got frustrated. Maybe there was a moment where I spoke limitation or I complained. And I would go back in my mind's eye and like recreate that moment with faith in mind. 
with possibility in mind. How would I relive that moment if I had total faith? You know, maybe I was talking to Wesley or something and mentioned like I was frustrated or stuck. It's interesting because most people are like, well, that's okay. Like, I'm sorry you're frustrated. I'm like, no, I don't want to speak that I'm frustrated into existence. I want to speak that I'm excited, that I'm becoming more aware, that things are always working out. And so I go back in my mind into that moment and recreate the scene and experience it as if I want to experience it that way. Right. I recreate it. That's another tool that I like in favor of faith. The next thing that I want to talk about is believing actively regardless of circumstances. It's so easy to have faith when you're reading a book and, you know, you're imagining and it's like the morning and you're just so excited and you have a consult later that day. And then, you know, you go about your day, you're like, I have so much faith. It's all working out. And then you get on the consult and they're a no. And they say something kind of snarky, like, who would ever pay that? Or something like that, right? Some circumstance in your life. You have a moment to make a decision. You can choose to believe this person and their opinion, or you can speak what you know to be true. Not everyone is going to be your client. Like, that's just true, right? So when you get a no on a consult, that's your opportunity to exercise more faith, that the clients will keep finding you, that more people are still coming. But it's a lot easier to believe in theory, like we talked about in the morning reading a book, the days are new and fresh and you're excited all the possibilities. But that's not where we need faith. We need faith in the moment when someone tells you no. We need faith in the moment when you send an email and 10 people unsubscribe. We need faith in the moment when someone told you that they were going to sign up with you and then they bail last minute, right? That's when we need to exercise faith. And so choosing to have faith regardless of circumstances is discipline. I think it's actually one of the harder forms of discipline because it's disciplining your mind. And so I always like to think about what can I use here? And so one of the things that I'm always telling my clients is like to see people in their power. I think faith means you see people in their power, you see yourself in your power, and you see the business potential. And you just keep coming back to that truth, no matter how many times circumstances show you it's not working, no matter how long circumstances take to line up in your favor, you just keep coming back to faith. And pretty soon things will start happening faster than you can even imagine. The next thing that I was thinking about when I was preparing for this episode is self-appointment. That's what I wrote down. I am who I say I am is a statement of faith. And this topic actually, truth be told, really used to bother me because I would be like, who is this person that just says that they're like the number one high performance coach? Who is this person that just says like number one business strategist? Right. Like all these people I would see online. I'm like, who called them that? <laughs> you know what I mean? I think there are some awards people actually win. But what I notice is just this theme, especially like I think I've talked about this on the podcast. Like I'm not certified anywhere. I don't let that really bother me at all. And I have nothing against certifications. When I tell this story, just keep that in mind. But when I was struggling with my identity as a coach and like, do I need to be certified? Should I get trained somewhere? Like I had a little bit of training because I worked at a residential treatment center. I was a psych grad, a master's degree program, dropout. I had a lot of experience. But I wasn't certified. And so I was kind of going through my own process. And I just had this realization. Like I said, this is not against certification. Like I was like, well, where did Tony Robbins get certified? And I actually found a story where he learned at some NLP techniques. And he's like, let's go do it. And they're like, oh, but you're not certified yet. And he's like, we can help people. I'm going to go help them. And he just started helping people. And like to this day, I don't think he's like a certified coach. Now, he's created a certification program, but he himself like didn't get certified places. I know he's extensively learned techniques and tools. Same for Brennan Burchard. And then I started seeing like, okay, like interesting. Russell Brunson, 
Brooke Castillo, all these places that I'm like, well, where did they get certified? They weren't talking about where they got certified. They were just out there helping people. They were out there building their business. And I had this moment. I'm like, I can do this. That self-appointment isn't like an act of faith in ourselves. Like, I can do this. I am who I say I am. So if you want to be a life coach, a mindset coach, a business coach, you get to say that and own it. When you say it in faith, other people will start to believe you, but you have to believe it first. And so I think faith is a self-declaration. It's like this identity that we own. I am who I say I am. And who are you saying that you are? You know what I mean? How would you describe yourself? I remember when I read The Prosperous Coach the first time, I had an identity shift because the way that he described how he works with clients, this is Rich Litvin, I was like, that's how I want to work with clients. And in that moment, I was like, this is the kind of coach that I am. I didn't wait for someone's permission. I didn't try to figure out, you know, the baby steps to get there. I was like, this is who I am now. One of the things, the principles of truth that I know to be true is faith is always in the present moment. It's not in the future. That's not true. You can have faith in the future, but I think personal power comes when you have faith in this moment. I think faith in the future feels really good and it gets you taking action toward it, but it doesn't get you to do the uncomfortable things that actually make it real. Faith in this moment is a little risky. Faith in this moment feels vulnerable, feels uncomfortable because it can feel delusional in the beginning. Like you're choosing to believe in something way before the evidence comes. And so I think bold people choose to have faith now and they act with that boldness. They act in faith. And this is where I have this saying, you've probably heard me talk about it. I think I actually, I think I know I have a podcast episode called Here Until It Works. Faith lets you be here until it works because you move from failure to failure to setback to setback with just belief. You're like, this is a part of the process. Nothing has gone wrong. I am learning. I am becoming because I have faith in the end result and the ultimate result. I'm just here until it works. I remember having that shift within me that like I would just do what it took to become successful in this industry. I would just do what it took to sign my next client or to figure out how to grow my email list or all these little milestones along the way. I had that internal shift by doing this work, by choosing faith over and over and over again. And that's what I wanted to share with you is that faith is not this one time like I have faith. It's like, that's great. Choose that 200 times a day. Choose to come back to belief over and over and over until you get the result that you want. That's how faith works because faith creates miracles. I really believe in this pure potentiality idea because I've just seen it. I've seen miracles. I've seen things, quote, come out of nowhere. I've seen things happen in synchronous ways. So many times I just have total faith that my clients find me at the right time, that my business is working and growing. Clients find me from places known and unknown. There's always a growing abundance in my life of success, relationships, money, time. I just believe these things because I've trained my mind to choose faith so many times. And what's funny is I have friends that just burned out or, you know, at a certain crossroads in their business, I think it got hard. And I've been through hard times too. It's not that hard times don't happen, even if you have faith. It's that who you become in that refiner's fire with faith is unshakable. When you have faith and you move through failure or crickets or it not working or it feeling hard and you move with faith through that problem, through that hard time, who you become on the other side is what this game really is about. Because faith allows you to keep going and then you learn lessons and then you develop a track record of success, of perseverance, of belief. 
And then you can stand before anyone and saying, this is who I am with total conviction. I remember I spoke at a retreat and someone was like, you just look so like calm, confident. And I was like reflecting on that. And it's like, yeah, but I don't have to try to be calm, confident. I just am because now I have undeniable evidence. But to get the undeniable evidence, I had to move with faith, right? So, so many people want to get to the place where they have undeniable evidence, but they aren't willing to have faith in the times where it's uncertain, have faith in times when the circumstances don't look good. (laughs) You know what I mean? When it seems like this industry is saturated, that no one cares, that Instagram hates you or whatever. It's so easy to be like, it's not working. And that's the moment. That moment when you want to say it's not working is your chance to reclaim faith. Instead of saying it's not working, you can reclaim your faith and say it is always working. How? And start looking for the evidence that it is working and start seeing the seeds of your action, of your intent, of your belief bear fruit as you stay with it long enough to get the results that you want. That's the secret. It is unsexy. This is not a get-rich-quick podcast, as you know, but this is a way to live life where you can build your business without the mental drama. I had a client ask me recently, like, you seem so confident and calm. Like, is it true behind the scenes? Like, is your brain that calm truly when you're alone? And I'm like, yeah, I have a really awesome brain. I have a lot of calm, peaceful perseverance going forward. Do I have moments that feel difficult? Sure. But I move through them so much quicker than most people I know because I come back to faith. I don't stay stuck for long. I don't stay a martyr for long. I actually move through very quickly back into personal power, back into faith. And that's the secret. It's not that you get beyond fear. It's not like you become this enlightened soul where you're like, I never experienced fear. Total Zen. It's like how quickly you can notice when you're in fear and move back into faith. For me, it's very fast. Like sometimes it's moments where I'm like, oh, wait, I know what I want to speak into existence. I know who I want to be. I want to be a faithful person. I want to be an entrepreneur with total faith in the results that I say I want to create. And that's a choice. And that's what's so great about coaching, I think, is it gives us back our agency to choose. And this is one of the areas that I think it matters the most. Choose faith every time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If this resonated with you, I would love it if you shared it with a friend. I will see you in another episode. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, I hope you loved and resonated with today's episode. If you did, I know you'd love to be a member of my community in The Matrix. It's where we combine business savvy with the inner work, where I help you build your business in a way that actually feels aligned to you and allows you to create the impact, money, and success you want. Find out more and join at itsambersmith.com forward slash matrix. I'll see you inside.